Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pakistan Cricket Podcast. We're in. We've made the finals. Sorry, I didn't say spoiler, bro. We're in. We've made the finals. Woo! It is just amazing how we've, how like a week or so ago it felt like impossible. And I felt so dejected. I didn't even care about the game against South Africa, even though I watched it and I didn't. And I wasn't excited about the next game either, but I was going to watch it. But uh, but we did it. We <coughs> we the gods. There there feels like a certain amount of destiny in this, you know. Like <laughs> I'm not too religious of a guy, but like it feels like God is with us on this. Like Babarazim could have gotten out in the first over, and who knows if he could have chased the what New Zealand put down. And South Africa, one game had to be reined in. They were going to win against Zimbabwe. And then the other game had to be, uh, they had to lose to Netherlands. An unlikely thing to happen. And all, and this was all to let help us get through. And we did. And then once we were there, like, we played like a completely different side. We played like a, like a side that's so sure of itself when we were so unsure of ourselves, like, two games back it's it's unbelievable the turnaround it's unbelievable what the turnaround's been and i got to give i think it's been like no offense to um fucker zaman but his injury or his re-injury has been a blessing in disguise because they brought mohammed harris back into the actual squad and I think his energy has just like filled our team with like this aggressiveness now and this confidence. He just walks in with so much confidence regardless of the situation. And and innings, his innings, I'll I'll talk about it more in like like the first innings versus the second innings, but like just just to talk about Mohamed Harris here. His his innings today just gave me real hope that he's not just for T twenties, right? Because this was a more measured innings. Even though he was still aggressive and playing attacking shots, he still wasn't like always just looking to hit. He was looking for singles every now and then and stuff like that. And his timing and his placement was really good. I think I think there's definitely a role for him in our one day team as well. And I think our one day team will probably look a lot like our T twenty team now. Um maybe a little bit different because we have different openers and stuff. I I don't know how it's gonna work now, but Mohamed Harris has cemented his place in our white ball cricket. I would be shocked if he's not in our one-day plans as well now. He's he's just an exciting player to watch, and I'm excited to see how he performs in the final. Um, okay. Now that I've got him <coughs> that off my chest, uh, let's talk about the the game in the in the two innings. Um, So in the first innings, in the first innings, uh, New Zealand were batting first, and oh, New Zealand won the toss and chose to bat first, and we we started off so well, um, and I, and our bowling was great. Our bowling has been phenomenal in this World Cup, and to restrict it to one fifty proved to be really good for the pitch it was on, and. Shaheen looks back in form, which is huge for us. 
him taking a wicket in the first over, that's huge because Finn Allen has that he's the difference between chasing 150 something to 180 something, you know, like he has that capability. He's like their version of Muhammad Harris. And so to get him out cheaply and quickly was important for us. And then as well as getting Conway out, getting both of those plays, getting both of those people out was huge for us. And it took like, this is how you know when Pakistan are on. Because, like, as soon as they started, you know that Pakistan are on. So, when their fielding is, like, super sharp. Like, pa, Shadab getting Conway run out. That was huge. And that was, like, a really important play. This Conway was looking like he was getting into rhythm. And um, and our fielding was sharp all over the place. We were diving. We were stopping boundaries. We were turning boundaries into twos and stuff like that. All of this. And, and our fielders were coming in from the boundary line to try to stop them from getting twos it was very good intent by our whole team when we were fielding and i and i love that energy um we got good but this is where i have like a, a slight problem in that we had them down what what were we what were they down they were they were three for 49 and then the fourth wicket down went down when they were 117 in the 16th over. so for eight overs i felt like we let the we kind of let the game meander a little bit uh, I understand why, but I felt like I felt like Shadab bowled one too many overs as well because he got hit really badly in his third over, and Mohammed Vasim we saw was reversing it in the one over he did when he came back after after the midway break in the innings. Uh, but we didn't we didn't bowl Mohammed Vasim another over, and I'm completely shocked by that. And I think Shadab. Shadab got hit for a lot in that over anyway, the fourth one that he bowled, and I don't think he really needed to. I would have even preferred Mohamed Nawaz instead in that time because there was still two right-handers and Mohamed Nawaz just got a wicket, you know? Uh, but but I felt like Babur was, like, stuck in that, oh, I got to bowl Shadab out. But it's like you can sometimes read the mass situations more and understand that you can, it's a time to be more aggressive. You know, we don't have to do both spinners. Once you got the wicket, you could have taken Nawaz out and then gone. You don't have to wait till the 10th over to start pulling it because then Mom of the Seam doesn't get used, right? I felt like we could have stuck with our seamers a bit more in the middle phase just to continue to add more pressure rather than let them build an innings. Because, like, if, if it worked out, like, they could have started hitting and, like, if they didn't get out, then we could have been in a bad spot because we let them get in, you know? Um, we're not being as aggressive, but like, that's just, that's kind of like a nitpick because we bowled really well and he made some good changes as well. And he trusted the right bowlers at the end and our death bowling was really good. Nassim Shah, shout out to you. Really great. Yeah, so it's sorry, sorry for that pause there. I just got a text. But yeah. It's it's really promising to see our bowling really coming to fire in these past few games. And it's I think it starts with Shaheen. He's really found his rhythm in the last few games. And he's taken like nine wickets in three games. Maybe it's more than that by now. Nine or ten wickets in the last three games, like that's that's pretty ridiculous. Um, so welcome back, Shaheen, to your best, and that just makes us so much stronger. And our 
and and I, and, I, and we found our eleven. It took us till like the game against South Africa to find the eleven that we want to play. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't even the game. Was it the game against South Africa? I think he came in against Bangladesh. But either way, it took us like a long time for us to actually find the correct eleven. Now that we have, it's clearly the best eleven. Uh, and we're playing with and. Um, yeah, because uh, we didn't get – they only lost – these only lost four wickets, so we did a good job of being able to restrict them because they had – they still had Mitchell Satner in there and Tim Southey can hit a bit, and they had Daryl Mitchell who was on 50 in there. But they still couldn't, like, really hit us away at the end to get to, like, 170. So that was really good. And then, <clears throat> yeah, it was great. Great, great, great um, bowling by Pakistan. And decent captaincy. But there's still like a little bit of improvements. But then this comes to the, the best part of it now. Let me talk about the second innings. What a second innings did we have here. What a game for them to come into form. Um, I think Mohamed Rizwan really helped Babar come into form because he was the one who was like hitting early on while Babar was struggling for like the first six or seven balls. <clears throat> and Babar also had a stroke of luck. He was out uh, off an edge and he could have also gotten a run out very easily. So had a bit of a bit of luck, but then like they once once they got flowing, they got flowing and now we we are very dangerous because now our batting is gone. They they had an over a hundred run partnership, Rizwan and Babar, and they really like they killed the game essentially by starting off so well. And they <clears throat> we had one of our best power plays ever, scoring above fifty. And I think this bodes well now because I think the whole World Cup, our our middle order has. China like had to prove themselves and they have everyone has gotten runs now in the middle order almost. And so so now now that Babar and Rizwan have found found form, they can be a bit more aggressive because they trust their middle order more now. Because they've just shown it in this World Cup that they can like survive one of one or both of them not even making runs, you know, and still win. So it bodes really well. And and we're going to be a force in the finals. Um, but anyway, back to the innings. So, so yeah, Babar and Rizwan played really well. Both got out in their in 50s, but the game was basically sealed. And then Mohamed Harris played a much slower innings than he normally does, but that's all that was needed. He just, like, knew what he had to do, and he didn't go – he didn't try to go too far beyond that. I mean, he did eventually get out because he tried to hit a boundary, but like it was still a really good innings and controlled innings and still had an aggressive energy about it. Even though he didn't go that fast, it still had an aggressive energy about it. And I love it. And yeah, we only lost the three wickets. The rest was done by Sean, who didn't really have to do much. It was just really overall a very easy win because of our opening partnership. Uh, and not much to write home about for the New Zealand bowlers. Trent Bolt got a couple of wickets, but he, him and Saudi got like hit for back-to-back overs, and that really like set everything up. I think really got both of them into like good form. Um, but yeah, I just 
I just think there's like a, a bit about that. It's too reminiscent of 1992. Now, if England come into the finals, everyone is going to make that comparison because it was semifinals and finals was in the 1990 World Cup in New Zealand and then England versus Pakistan. So, yes, that would be kind of cool. But I, I think I would want a Pakistan versus India final because it's just the spectacle of it. I want more tension in it. There's just another added level of tension for us fans, you know. Even though, like, I don't hate India or anything like that, but it's just like there's a, I don't know, there's just this added tension because of the rivalry, sports rivalry. Um, and then, uh, additionally, I think it's a better matchup for us too. Because uh, I, even though Mark Wood is not going to play in the semifinals against India, I, I just think he'll probably be healthy by the time the finals are around and I just think he's very hard to play and I think we also find Adil Rashid harder to play than Ashwin and stuff so so I, I just think for those because of their stronger bowling attack against us I, I feel I feel like I would want to face India's bowling attack more because we've proven we can get to like 160 or something this is enough it's just our our bowling is not better because we've added one more person since the game against India, you know? So now we have four seamers and we have more variety. And our batsmen are more informed now as well. So it's just like, I trust us. To me, India is Because I think they both have equally good batting. They both have players that can go all the way down that can, like, win you the games up until, like, sixth. Because you got, like, Mohan Ali down there and stuff like that. Like, they have pretty good batting. Both of the... Both... Uh, teams have pretty good batting, so it's just more about which bowling do I find scarier. And I think for Pakistan, just because we have struggled with like pace and bounce, Mark Wood is just such a scary prospect that I don't. I rather just not face it. Um, even though Arshdeep has proven like a problem for uh, Bobber, I trust that now that Bobber is in form, he'll be able to handle better. But yeah, it just bodes well. Like we we are hitting our stride right at the right moment, and now we're like coming together. Even though we shouldn't have even made it to this moment, but now we're like coming together. And now that our opening is finally firing, they have, I feel like there's less pressure on them now because they they took the pressure of being out of form away. Now and now they don't have the pressure of thinking that the middle order can't handle something. So now they can bat with more freedom and hopefully bat with more intent. Hopefully this was like a turning point in that partnership, and then. I still do believe that Barber and Rizwan need to be split up, but I think it depends on the situation. I think we need to be more. So they've proven me wrong because I even said in the last one, which I now eat my words because I said in the last one that Barber maybe shouldn't. There's a spot for him on my team, but like proven that he's capable of doing it. I, I just do think that when chasing, I'd I'm cool with them opening, but when we are setting a score, I think we need to maximize the amount of runs we can get and i don't think you're maximizing it by having these two open together you don't want to have two similar players together you want to have one who's more anchory type of player and then one who's a more aggressive one and so Mohammed harris can do that or just someone who can give you different angles like sham masood would be able to like you do left and right hand combination you know so like i do think like when we're setting a score there is some valid validacy i don't know what i'm trying to say there sorry that's not a word but there's some truth in the idea or promise in the idea of like separating the bad uh, the, the opening partnership so that we can set a higher score 
Whereas once we know what the set set the score is, then they know how aggressive they can be, right? So you know, they they're very they're better at calculating to go at the right pace to win the match. Um. Um. Yeah. I just think, yeah. Again, like uh, I go back to Harris. I think his he's just changed the energy within our team. His addition. Also, it's to do with Shane Shaw coming back into form, but Harris has also just changed the energy, and uh, we don't like mess him up because because uh, because uh, Heather Ali was showed just as much promise, I think, in the beginning, and then we like kind of like fucked him up by dropping him after a few bad games. It's like no. We need to stick with them. We need to stick with this person. Like as long as we stick with Khushtoshai and Asif Ali through all those lows, like we need to stick with Harris for as long as possible because he's proving it. He's proven it in the World Cup on the stage with a lot of pressure, and he's proving that he doesn't feel that pressure. And he's going to play his way, and he's going to be aggressive. Like there's always room for that type of intent and attitude in our team because it helps others get that attitude. Um, I think another thing I learned, because there's not much to talk about with the game itself. It was like clear, cut and done. Like the way they played was great. And New Zealand kind of like messed up. Our fielding was better than New Zealand's. They had a bunch of chances and they dropped a few. And like, who knows what the game would have been then if Barber had gotten out in the first over. Could have been completely different, but that didn't happen. So like, there's no point talking about that. Uh... <clears throat> but yeah, our... It just seems like also losing the toss is good for you because most of the teams that lose the toss end up winning. And then I, I think what what this showed me is that Pakistan, I think, are better at at chasing. Um, and it's to do with the fact that doubly because, like, okay, because Barbara and Rizwan are better in that scenario. And then it's also because, like, our bowling is better, so we, we're going to – Trust them to be our first foot forward. Unless the pitch is really going to deteriorate or something, then you take it into account. But, like, I trust our bowling to be our first front foot forward to, to against against an opponent and trust them to adjust and adapt better to the, to the pitch than our batsmen, right? Because I feel like one mistake and you're done. Whereas our bowling, they can adjust to the mistakes pretty quickly and they do it pretty well and... And it's just our stronger department. So it's like putting our best front foot forward to help ease the pressure off the other rather than going with our batting and then possibly filling and then putting extra pressure on our bowling. You know what I mean? I'd rather our bowling go in with the freedom of no pressure of like defending a low score. Not that we'll always score a low score, but it's just like it's our best foot forward, you know? So we might as well go with that. And, and they have more confidence and they are – so they've and they've proven to do be able to adjust to the conditions pretty and bring a game back really quickly, you know. So it makes sense for us to chase. So I hope when we win the toss there, we 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 chase. Barring uh, if we win the toss, I mean, barring any like like real demons in the pitch, like it's gonna super slow down or like spin, start spinning some and randomly, which doesn't usually happen. Um, yeah, but yeah, I hope we face India because let's face it, that's what most people want. England trying to spoil the party, 
and uh, I think we have more more experience facing India. No, we have more experience facing England because we played them seven games. But like England, always I felt like we're better than us, and I feel like Joss Butler loves playing against us for some reason. But Shaheen is in form, and which team is more top heavy? You think? I think England might be more top heavy right now because Harry Brooks seems out of form and stuff. So they're really relying on like Joss Butler. Maybe India's batting is a bit better and deeper, but I think England's bowling scares me more with Markwood in it because Markwood has shown he can just like destroy us. And that was in like Pakistan pitches, not even in Australian pitches. So that's too scary of a prospect for me to want to face. I don't know if Pakistan would be up for it. So. I rather face India, and then it's like both teams that, like, that have grounds that aren't like these type of conditions. You know, they're more south. They're both South Asian, right? So they they have those type of conditions. So it's like the conditions are an advantage to either team, or knowledge of the conditions are an advantage to either team. In fact, we have the advantage because we got Harris Ralph who's been here for a long time, and we got Matthew Hayden and Sean Tate as well who are in our coaching staff. So yeah. It'll be good. I, I think I'm going to declare it. I think we're going to win. I'm going to have those expectations. And I know the more expectations I have, the sadder it's going to be. But the more excited I'm going to be while watching it, the more invested I'm going to feel while watching it. To me, that's worth the heartbreak. And the heartbreak is just sadness. That means I just cared a lot. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. Uh, and I'll hopefully have a, a an episode up after that as well. They won't come immediately after because, like, the games are at 3 a.m. here in Canada. That's where I live, in Toronto. So <laughs> I just go back to sleep right after the game because it ends. Because 3 a.m. is very early to get up. Uh, but then I'll I'll, uh, I'll uh, talk. I'll record the episode after when I get up. And who knows? Maybe if I'm uh, maybe maybe I might have a guest like my dad on. He has different opinions than me. It'll be interesting to see how we feel. Um, my dad personally wants England to make it. I asked him because uh, he's like he doesn't want there to be uh, there to be a chance that India wins. There's <laughs> a different kind of pain there. <laughs> I personally want India there. I like the excitement, and I don't. And like I'm already happy. Pakistan made the finals. Like that's impressive. You know what I mean. Do I want them to win? Yes, but I'm not going to be like, as long as it's a good game. I want it to be a good game more than anything. And I want both teams, I want Pakistan to really play their best. You know, as long as Pakistan put their best foot forward, I'm okay with it. Best with intent and whatever. Not the result, just the intent that they play with, the aggression that they play with. And that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm hoping they're, they're, they should. They show it like they did in this. Like our whole team showed intended the field from the, at the beginning of this game, uh, this game against New Zealand. And so, if we continue with that energy, we're going to be so good. Like we are very dangerous. This is going to be a repeat of 1992. Let's go, Pakistan's in the bad. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I'll see y'all after the final. Hope y'all enjoy it. 
Oh, Pakistan win. Else we got that? 